Welcome to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Get ready to find your free will from your roots in the stars. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, host of Talk Cosmos. Tonight we're going to have the Capricorn Cosmic Collaboration Panel, and we're talking about the four-year seed chart of, chart of the United States of America inauguration restart, and that will be January 20th at noon in Washington, D.C. This is a moment of the collective, the conscious communication of values of community it includes our personal lives of the citizens business of any level government as a whole including the national foreign relations and policies so it's an expansive four-year viewpoint and now we're ready for cosmic collaboration Investigating the deeper questions of this month's archetype and integrating spirit and matter for unified wholeness, this is your Cosmic Collaboration Panel. I'm Sue Rose Minahan, host of Talk Cosmos, an evolutionary astrologer and consultant, plus a certified color energy coach. I explore creative expression as an artist, a musician, and write abundantly, stories to poetry. I love investigating mythology's language, philosophizing eternity, and I'm a perpetual student of life, seeing oneness of body, spirit of people, animals, and nature. I'm Shannon Hayes, a certified evolutionary astrologer and consultant, including Mayan astrology. I'm a stargazer, and I work with animal spirit cards. I own a hair salon, I'm a nature lover, animal activist, and photographer. And I'm Amanda Pierce, a soul-centered astrologer, astrological consultant, and empowerment-based meditation teacher. I have a BA in psychology, I'm a wellness enthusiast with a passion for healthy eating, and I enjoy creating new realities and shifting old paradigms. And like the Sufi poet Rumi says, you, you are, are the entire ocean in a drop. drop. Oh boy, I love that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> And the music. Well, to start off each talk, we introduce uh, one little concept that we think really is important as far as the talk goes. It's not the whole thing. And I will just say that turning conflict into truth in order to grow and communicate as a collective is, I think, a theme that we will be breaching upon for all four years. And Shannon? What would, or, or, yeah, Shanda or Amanda, whichever. Yeah. Well, I, I'll i just um, say that at some point I'll talk like a little bit about the Mayan astrology just of the day, which is actually kind of interesting as um, as a, like a start, as, a, as the start of the path. Oh, it, very good. And how is that? In a nutshell, is there an illuminating word with that path that you can share just to pique our interest? Well, it just, it, it uh, yeah, it's like it has a lot to do with like community and diplomacy. Let's Ooh. just say that. 
Yeah. We're moving on. It, re- okay. it totally relates, which is why I kind of brought it up. I trust it. I just was needed to know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank cool. you. Yeah. yeah. And Amanda. Well, I just, I wanted to bring up the gift of anger that Mars brings us at this time. And we don't often think of anger as a gift. And especially in Western society, it's something that we generally frown upon and try and shove down a bit. But it's, it's anger is what can motivate us and catapult us into something new. And it gives us that push to get out of some place that we're not happy with. So with the, with all this Taurus energy happening and Uranus in Taurus, which is shaking us up, it's a, um, the gift of, of Mars coming and meeting Uranus is that it could spark enough anger to really move us forward in those areas that, that are, um, becoming disruptive the areas where we're stuck and and Uranus is trying to push us forward yes I appreciate both of your views that we're on a path and we're taking that shadow part just as I said and turning it into how to grow and truth because in the chart and I can try to bring it up at some point um and Again, just to repeat, it's 2021, of course, January 20th at noon in Washington, D.C. at the uh, White House. And Mars and Uranus are conjunct at six degrees, Taurus, right in the 12th house on the Ascendant. That's part of a major feature. And I know that we've just experienced six months of Mars, haven't we? In Aries, in its own home territory. So we're familiar with action. And... Mm. So really how we use that impetus for cause and defense, when especially when we associate it with just the nodes right now that are in um, at least until f- the first part of this four years season, because it lasts for 18 months in Gemini, Sag, where we're confronting our voices and opinions of the Sag energy, which need to be expressed. Um, but yet how do voices that need to be heard that haven't been heard and everybody has the ability to be heard anger is a key how we can learn to talk with a dialogue it seems like this is fodder this is a fodder f-o-d-d-e-r total food for growth and and we just went through that that period like you mentioned sue where mars was in its in its own sign in aries but it was not a happy mars because for six months it was retrograde and so it wasn't getting to take action as much as it would have liked to or wanted to capitalize in Aries. If, and if so, I may just yeah. say, Amanda, yes, it was actually in retrograde for a couple of months, but there was this huge shadow time yes, where it kept. Yeah, and thank I you. understand. Yeah. I, I'm prone to think of the big picture and the little words are like, okay, we'll get, yeah, I hear you. Exactly. Yeah. And so it really, it just came out of its shadow. I think it was January 2nd and, um, and had you, there was just all of this built up tension from that because it just wasn't able to move yep. forward as much. And we saw that on January 6th. 6th. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely. That's exactly what I wanted to say was that like you could you could feel that you could actually feel it in your body like what was about to happen and then at 29 degrees was the six right and that whole chaos went down but it was also planned so you see during the shadow you've got all this other stuff going on so it's not totally inactive it's just it's it's like it's getting it's almost like the shadow is getting prepared for something bigger you know for something to to really come out time to birth it and now we're seeing We have a lot of opportunity, and I think that is a big realization of the next four years. However, it is just looking at the chart. Maybe I can pull up the chart for people. Yeah, I have it up too. Yeah, Yeah, I know we do. Show it. Yeah, because we are on YouTube, but of course, some people are still on podcast. But let's see if I can do that, and I will try to do this. Let's see. Anyway, we let's see. Where is it? At any rate, not to stop the whole conversation. Oh, here we go. Can you see that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Very there good. it is. Yeah, as a nice excellent. simple chart, it does show yeah. that there's, as you can see for our audience that can see it, here's Mars and Uranus in Taurus. However, looking up other points of factors we have boy there's so much here we talked about conflict and one of them is there's this neptune conjunct series it also conjunct they're both at 18 degrees pisces and they are squaring wearing the nodes 90 degrees the nodes yeah so that's really um looking at what is our maybe Shannon you can bring up a little bit about the Mayan in this context if I might ask or however because I'm thinking that we were talking about the loss of innocence um Ceres is lost Neptune can be every every sign has its positive uh, shadow and and positive light side but there is some disillusionment and confusion you know, in our until we find that path of working with the spirit and integrating it, and of course we have the opinions, and uh, right, and all the ideologies and stuff. I yeah. mean, and yeah. So the Mayan astrology for that day, like this is the day sign, right? It's five ech, and five ech. The five, the number five is you know, it's about like. as they say five fingers the hand and the hands are for working right so it has a lot to do with with work with being able to put your efforts forward right with with being able to put your efforts forward without overworking it but still not relaxing right it's an application um, of using your energy towards a system Okay, so so five also it ha- it's a lower number, so it's not it doesn't have a huge amount of energy to it, but that also gives it the impetus to to take what it does have and push it forward. Right, it needs some effort. Okay, so we have the five where you know you need some effort, but 
you know, because because of the potential for obstructions and blockages, which talks a lot about, you know, in astrology, the Neptune squaring the nodes because Neptune can be blockage. You know, it can be, I won't mm. say like so much blockage, but it can be what you're not sure of what's happening. It, it can be confusion and, you know, illusions and all that kind of stuff, right? So we have that going on in the chart that day. And then the Ech is the road, the path, right? So it's a good day for like negotiations, for uh, for looking ahead for community, you know, uh, the welfare of the community. It's a day of diplomacy. Lovely. So even though there could be yeah. obstructions and stuff, you have the power of the foresight of the road, the path. Very good. The light on the road. I like that. Community yeah. is the name of the game. And that yeah. really goes into, thank you, also the um, Mars. I remember in our earlier conversation, mm. we brought up about this idea, because going forward, that martial arts, and I had, uh, it says that one of the common aspects is being in harmony with nature. And that's the, right. not mother nature, but of human nature. And so therefore, rather than using force against force, this is going along with Mars too, for this path, combining our conversations here, we're working with one's energy to redirect the energy. And we can do this in so many ways. I think that's really a valuable concept let's if we could start expanding some of those ideas here thinking that we have a pathway that we're working and we're working how to redirect that martial that that martian energy energy of anger so i i bring that to both of you i know that we we had talked a little bit about <sighs> nature and about uh that it will be important and well, yeah. especially with the yeah the uranus and taurus right yeah. A lot well, of it is environmental issues are huge right now. Yeah, we've got all of that um we've got that energy in Iran or in Taurus and then all of that energy has just moved into Aquarius as well. And we just started that new Saturn Jupiter uh cycle. So, we're moving out of a lot of earth energy which was naturally grounding for us and moving into this more air energy, which puts us more in our heads. So it's important for us to kind of start to do some more grounding work for ourselves to kind of help get us out of our head, keep, keep us um, in the body more and um, just taking care of our mental health a lot. Right. Well, you know, and if we look at that air energy, too, as um, part of our pathway, you know, it's like, and figuring out, like, like Sue was saying earlier, we were talking about earlier about all the different about voices that need to be heard, because the voice, you know, and I mean, it's um, has to do with the throat, which is the Taurus, but we also have the air energy, right? And the ideas because we're so polarized right now, it's a huge part of our problem in this country, is that there's so many people that don't feel like they're being heard. And I think that, like, with the change of guard in the White House, that this is a good time to actually um, 
to get different ideas to put together so that people start more people feel like they are being heard i guess i think that's really i agree but however with the government as the positions ruling the point i think so important looking at the notes and i put up the chart again is this gemini um, looking at mercury and jupiter looking at the south node in sag and of course, Sag is going to stay in Aquarius for the first part of this year, and then it goes into Pisces. It changes every year, so we're going to have quite a few etiology emphasis to to experience through these four years. If we're looking at this chart as a seed chart for four years, I mean, my point being that at this point we use what we have, which I think is what we also kind of came up with on the path. We we don't we only have so much energy, but which at any point is maybe important or not important, but accept what it is, but words, how we use our meaningfulness and how we create our dialogues and how we listen to each other is increasingly paramount. And I think this idea too of listening through the body, we had brought this idea of a Taurus because through the entire time we'll be here, Uranus in Taurus. And I know when I listen to newscast people some of them speak pretty much in their heads, pretty rapidly. And I, in order to communicate, it is so important to feel, to, to be embodied, you know, and centered from the external to the central part. So kind of drawing this whole chart together, I also noticed that going back to the, the strength of Neptune, that's also going to remain in Pisces as an outer planet for the entire time is it as it progresses in the last decade last 10 10 um degrees thank you degrees it will uh be focused will be in cancer for those i believe and as a sub uh terrain but to meditate you know to really learn to receive our own counsel so yeah yeah, well, I love that because that that fits in so well with the the Gemini North Node, Sag South Node. You know, we're we're trying to move forward from a really rigid, opinionated uh, energy, which is what Sag can be sometimes, and looking into going towards Gemini and finding new ways of doing things, new ways of thinking about things, gathering information, gathering data. But that square to Neptune is kind of a, it's a little, it's a glitch in, in the smooth ride from the south node to the north node. So it's kind of a bump in the road. And it's asking us to look at that, like where, where do we have our own illusions about, um, or where are our beliefs caught in illusion, I think is a better way of putting it. And then, and this happens for like everybody. This is not like a one side, like like they're the the bad ones. We've got it right, kind of thing. It's happening to everybody. So it's just it's a human really thing. A good point. Yeah. I'm thinking it goes along with the values of Venus that really is a dispositor of Uranus, and along with that, two words jump out of me that go over and over because it's so easy to point fingers. And as I have a sister that reminds me that you point one three. 
face back to yourself, you know. But patience and empathy are by factors, you know. And at, at the moment, Mars is in Taurus, so that's a little easier to to recognize. There, so yes, communication is really part of it. And oh boy, well. So you mentioned about kind of working with the, the different forces that we have here. And it's kind of like you can look at it like a, like these are weather patterns and different energies are coming forward for us that are either going to get in our way or we can try and use them as constructively as possible. And so I love the, um, the idea of, of tapping into that empathy that's, that's just out there kind of in the air around us to, to gather within. Um, and I love the uh, Neptune is in Pisces. So it's such a fluid sign and there's such a, there's a capacity to really go with the flow, which is really important because we've got so much fixed energy out there that that can be difficult to, um, to roll with the punches sometimes. So just tuning into the that energy of Neptune and and finding the the kind of fluid water quality that Pisces brings is helpful. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's interesting too because we, you know, the fact that um, that change in element, you know, it's like there's always like. Um, you know, like I kind of see sometimes like the Neptune squaring the nodes as that kind of glitch between like the also the change in the elements that's happening because the sun is like at zero degrees Aquarius, right? So you have all this like new energy coming in and it's like, you know, it's squaring, squaring black moon Lilith and, you know, the Uranus is squaring the the, the, the sun is being squared by Uranus, Mars, and the moon pretty much, right? So there's like this like pull between between like the air element, the you know, all the different ideologies and the wanting to make things better with the energies where we've been at, where it's kind of like, um, you know, it's almost like kind of kind of stuck a little bit. You know, it, like we we need the we need the push and the pull. We need the exchange of ideas, but we need to do it like you know what you guys were saying before in a little bit more of a fluid way where everybody gets heard. Where you know there has to be a way of um, of making like all the different ideologies kind of come together so that. So that people at least feel more represented on some level or another. I think it's really important because our pro uh, so much of our problem is we're such a huge country and there are so many people that, that need to be heard, to need, their needs met, right? I mean, and that Taurus is a lot about needs being met, right? Eventually, it's a process. Eventually, yeah. we all have a moon. Yep. This one's in. Aries, the last degree, which is the same as on the fifth yep. of the sixth, 
but this fact of dignity. There are certain ideals. I think of a mission statement. They weren't written thinking, oh, well, we can't attain that. It's always right? the highest ideal. And the highest ideal here is to really remember that every person has dignity. And if we can retool our brain to express words to begin with, because that's the tool that we have now with the North Node in for communicative process, you know, to others. And to watch how we judge, because the shadow side of, of Sagittarius, having an opinion is wonderful, and it's meant to voice it. That's how we share it. It's a communicative energy, but yet we can become so endowed with that brilliance of, of determination, I mean, the strength of it, that we... We, we become righteous and therefore we if if one falls into this condemnation of others which is so human but yet then other side shuts up or else retaliate in other ways so it's a method of maybe like an addiction if we have this old archaic way of beating each other over with a head with a big you know i have a club you've got it well then it's a matter of through enough bruises to realize, oh, there must be another way and elevating. And the energy's there, the Aquarius energy that says it is of a um, higher consciousness, you know, to, yeah. to have tolerance. Yeah, right. Yeah. And Jupiter is there just like really wanting that change. And then it's squaring Uranus at the same mm -hmm. time. And Uranus is like, yes. Let's uh, let's bring that change, but we're gonna do it in a way that destabilizes you, that makes you, that kind of shakes your security levels. And that gets back to yep. the body. I know Shannon, you brought up a lot of good points in an earlier little briefing that we had about getting into the body, because I think that's another energy that is a salvation point here which of course Mars likes too, speaking of Mars, they're both in, they're conjunct and there's Taurus energy and they need to be expressed. So right. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, that's finish. okay. And I, here I am yeah. leading you. But I was remembering that you were mentioning about aerobics, yoga, walks, right. all that yeah. type of, yeah. Party. Yeah, strengthening the body, like you were saying earlier, you know, martial arts, I think is going to be really important, you know, I mean, uh, like, to have the sta stamina that we're going to need for the changes we're going to go through in the next four years, you know, it's like, it's going to require a lot of stamina, because there's just so much that's going to happen. And you know, I mean, and it's going to feel like everything's going fast. You know, every year it feels like it's faster and faster and faster, right? Time kind of speeds up. And especially in Aquarius, you know, it's like things kind of move fast, you know. And then you've got the square to Uranus, which is like, hey, slow down a little bit, you know, like get into your body a little more. Don't get so heady about things. But, yeah, I think that um, I think that being in the body helps with um, – how we react to trauma and defensive behavior. Because if you notice, even like with the riot that went on, like how people got in their bodies and that rioting, like they had 
like costumes on and they had props and you know i mean like it was such a body rush the whole thing it was like really kind of interesting and um so it's like i think that yeah i think that like that i think What's we need it? to yeah the help mm -hmm. of our bodies we did, they, and it is about time to take a little break a little here. Break. But it is true that our body <laughs> knows our truth. So yeah, we're going to have to learn how to communicate to that too. We'll be right back. Right. This is Cosmic Collaboration with Amanda Pierce and Shannon Hayes and myself on January 16th, talking about inauguration chart for four years. We'll be right back. Thanks. take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the yin period of Capricorn, ruled by Saturn, the furthest visible planet by the eye. By leaving a cycle based on meaningfulness and truth, Capricorn's energy establishes social boundaries in a structure incorporating rules, authority, and ethics. As a cardinal earth sign depicted by a sea goat climbing from the sea up to the top of a mountain, Capricorn overcomes fears through goals and ambitions to achieve mastery. Greetings, this is Ben Mabry, and you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, where we unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness, consciousness, and superconsciousness. Make us part of your daily routine. Alternative Talk, 1150. Hi again. We are returning, and we're. I think one factor we could bring up is this thing of new resources. Let's. We talk about opportunity, and it was brought up that. Again, the Renaissance actually occurs. And of course, this mm. intense struggle. We're all going through COVID. This is a backdrop. There's a not, mm -hmm. We're learning how to take control of something that we haven't, uh, didn't know how to take control of. And not that we have control, but yet we have some tools. Yet, yeah, new resources and, and helping to build away from total individuality where my way is the highway on some framework to rather how can my way help and fit with the collectiveness you know of, of the because community is really the drawing card for aquarius well one of the um one of the things that i've been thinking about is how uh limitation breeds creativity and so we've been we've been extremely limited in this past year with the with the virus and what we can do, and it's been really uncomfortable and just for everybody. And that it's that type of uh, environment, though, that breeds new developments and things. And so they've seen that it's it's been shown that after a period of pandemic, there is a renaissance period. So we can we can look forward to that um, and kind of bring our own 
uh, levels of creativity out into the world and and be hopeful for for what what new is going to be coming because this isn't going to be our world forever it does remind me that with with um neptune you know which is the expanded beyond what we even know no boundaries that is a co-creativity that's being required of us yes so that and and one way to resolve frustration i know i like to write poetry and i write i mean i draw or paint and many of us you know have our creative outlets that that that's one reason is to work through it to create something out of d- distress it's very right. cathartic yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely well and the other thing that's interesting too is like how how um because so many so many people are out of work and have had to recreate themselves job wise it's like there's all sorts of like um like interesting like little businesses and people are doing things more and more online like they're opening up little like shops they're selling their artistic projects you know and it's um that i find really interesting i think one of the kind of cool things is like about you know we were talking about aquarius and stuff too is um is um the whole online the so not just social media but how people are not only communicating online, but they're doing business online as well, right? So not so many people have to travel to work. There are jobs anymore. They can work from home. They can work online. I think that that's kind of a wave that's that's going to end up really taking off. I think it's really going to save a lot of people that probably had to leave jobs because they couldn't they could no longer work in their their place you know that they're uh in their uh places of work so they're doing it out of their own home and through their um through computers well and aquarius it carries that genius energy and that is a type of creativity so that's a that's something that the collective has available to us now and i just i think it's we're just going to run with it yeah Yeah, we're generally yes and that supports the idea that Essentially, we are in that great conjunction, the grand mutation, going back to the talk of um, Jupiter that now is ahead of Saturn, but they're both in mm. when they conjunct on the 21st of um, December for this 20-year connection and a 200-year of air. So we're leaving that physicality of form as a go-to focus and of course incorporating you know just the air the different factors that Libra Gemini and Aquarius will bring for relationships um, yeah to produce Mm -hmm. well one other thing I wanted to to say about the uh, moving into the air era is that it's, I think that the breath, our breath is going to become a one way that we can really um, help ourselves, I guess, is like 
deep breathing, you know, any type of breath work that helps to really oxygenate your body. Uh, I think that can be very healing in this time, especially with all of the, the Taurus energy as well, you know, healing the body. We just came out of a, a big period with a lot of Capricorn energy and Capricorn is known to really step up in, in times of crises and kind of shove its emotions down so it can get the job done. And so we're shifting a bit out of that Capricorn and more into Aquarius, which is a sign of trauma. So we're, we're going to start to see some, some PTSD symptoms coming forward for people mm-hmm. that have gone through a lot of trauma. And whether we're seeing that now, I think some people, sure, but I think we'll, it, it may be a while before we really start to see that. And using the breath as a way to, to heal and get ourselves back in our bodies and really, uh, really take advantage of this, this air energy that's available to us. crucial and I I, remembering importantly as we work together this very factor of trauma people experience it just like fear they experience trauma very differently there's the fight flight freeze there's there's um, being numb to shock the shock value you know I mean I think a lot of us are knowing some element of this even now trying to process it takes time and yeah. it also takes that yeah. one-to-one person being with them it's it, these these emotions it's it's important to um reconnect all of that to be aware oh absolutely yeah. i mean because i mean i think it's really true i think that you know since like covid has started it's like no one really got the fact that we were really in a pandemic, you know? I mean, I think people were just kind of hoping and praying that like one day, like we'd get back to normal. Right. But that that's not what's happening. And in fact, it's actually mutating. And so like, you know, I mean, I see some of that, like Neptune squaring the nodes also is like the mutation of this Mm. virus which is happening over in Europe right now we haven't experienced that yet we're already traumatized and so many people don't get like trauma and how subtle it can be you know even you know it's trauma is insidious you know it's like you don't always get it because it's like you know you go from like being shocked to numbed to however, like, you know, whatever coping mechanism we have. Right. So, I mean, just to like day to day cope and not be focused on the trauma takes a lot of energy. Right. So I think what you were saying about the PTSD is like a really important thing to look at right now is because I really think that as a country, we are traumatized. We are in PTSD. And we've had four years of total chaos and craziness that we have have as a background to COVID. Right. And, you know, I mean, it doesn't now, stop at COVID. No, well, it doesn't part, stop yeah, at COVID. Part right? of this, yeah, but let, as far as a direction, thinking of this path, as we move forward, we have these elements of, of focus and nurturing. Looking at 
the the side the, the the gift the gifted side of Neptune for one that offers nurturing and the moon of course you know the moon right, right now is in Aries and and I think that nurturing part of really working one to one and in small groups like Aquarius is community yeah it doesn't have to, and it can be of any size you know there's many pods right. in a, in a large I'm talking you know, to you both here um in a community and so if i'm thinking that if we learn to really stop and connect with other people like even through covid i was listening to a another talk in fact they're going to be on east west uh, astrologers will be on the 30th there's a panel and they're talking about 2021 and beyond themselves and what one of them was saying was that you can still talk with somebody have your mask on turn your head drink your your drink and turn around or you can still stop and say how are you even with a mask on so of course. I think, yeah, yeah exactly and so remembering these uh, parts of how to remain human because it is a matter of humanity. We're in, and I think that was another word that they brought up that I, I I'm just throwing out to you both. Mm, this isn't to right. one of you, okay? This is yeah. to both of you and to our audience right. that I'm talking about a direction of focus because again, the ideal helps. It's like uh, you know, we that's what we work towards. And this sense of of the commonness of 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 the needs of humanity will help us get through um, this right trauma. this hard the trauma of the time. No, exactly. Well, you know, I mean, I notice it too. It's like, you know, face face masks are going to be a reality for us for quite a long time. But you know, the thing that's interesting that made me like think of what you were just saying, Sue, was like. So I was out today and I went to a coffee shop and it was a new coffee shop, right? But it's like just going in and like seeing people doing normal things like having coffee and stuff or, you know, sitting around talking but with masks on. You know, it's like, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. I mean, there it's human to have to figure out how to get by on a day-to-day basis you know it's like how do, how do you do that wearing masks how do you do that in a time during covid you know it's like you know it's really true it's like it's like i see people trying to make the best of the situation however they can like they smile at you and you know you learn to look at people's eyes more which is what's so interesting i love it yeah. it's like because you can't see their mouth it's where the you know, smile it's like is you're, you're, the eye. Exactly. You're making more eye contact with people. And that's what I noticed. Like, you know, it's like, sure, you know, this whole thing really kind of stinks. And like, you know, we don't, we're not living in our quote unquote normal as we knew it. But this is normal as we're going to learn how to deal with it. Exactly. But the one thing I think is cool even though it's a drag, wearing mask is more eye contact. I think it's a human necessity. I like it. I love I like that. that Shannon. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. Always- it's well, I was just gonna say it kind of fits in with the the um, limitation breeds creativity kind of thing. Right. You know, it's, it's, exactly. Humans are so ingenious at what we 
can handle and and move through and find new ways to do things. And how right? comfortable is it now to wear a mask? Like, it's not as big right? a deal as it was when this no. all started. Not that I want to continue wearing a mask, but I will. Right. And I think that we're going to see this mask wearing um, just who knows how long. I mean, it could be that everybody starts wearing them when flu season comes around kind of thing, like in the future, once once this dies down. And, but at least we're in a much more comfortable place. It's, it's kind of like how how um, they wear masks in Asia right now. Like that's a normal right. thing for them. And it's, they do it as a way to protect the community, you know? Exactly. It's, that's it's right. community driven. Exactly. This exactly. Is, if I may say, this is very, again, returns to the first beginning, which was turning conflict to truth to grow. It's an example that you brought up there. And, and interestingly, too, Shannon and, of course, Amanda, but Shannon, since bringing it up about the familiarity, it reminds me that Taurus, which we're all experiencing, mm-hmm. loves the familiar. It loves yeah. the comfort. Mm-hmm. And it is extraordinary right? what becomes familiar and what small things right. make familiar. Now, on yeah. our panel, two of us, both Shannon and myself, have moved from in opposite directions, you know, <laughs> in several time zones. So we have been experiencing this on a daily basis, how to purge. It's really very true because Pluto is still in Capricorn. It is still, but it is looking now to Saturn in Aquarius. And Mm -hmm. so that is a distinctly different energy cycle than just in its own sign of Capricorn. And it wants structure. You know, we still need the tassile. We still need the touching. That's where nature and our bodies are so important and and all of this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, It's interesting, too, in the inauguration chart, how Pluto is is conjunct the midheaven. Like, this is going to be a very important um, energy. And you, it's just kind of yeah. like echoing the fact that we're coming up on uh, the United States Pluto return. Like it's, it's eminent and it's going to be very visible to us in the next four years. Yeah. It's transformation. And we are, we're government rules, regulations. Well, if we have lots of voices right. and if we are approaching our return next year, starting in February, 2022 exact for three hits or you know i mean conjunctions then we are so close to the very apex of it but it's all trans it takes time and transformation and we're looking at all that energy that created our country back at the revolution and there were how many voices were there there were some people that still wanted the king in england there were some people that wanted slaves and there were some people that said no 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 we're going to try these other ventures and then of course there were the the ones that weren't even listened to the native americans and the and all the other parts you know of people and, and the different nationalities at that time allegiances were so different you were this nationality or that nationality and religions and mm. everything was quite segregated so we're re uh being introduced to this whole theme to find out how do we prune our tree? How are, what are we ditching and turning into a butterfly? Uh, 
Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I is all about change and with that Pluto up there I mean it's like we're going to go through more change as a country which we have to like you were saying I mean there's so many of us and there's so many voices that need to be heard and there's you know I mean there's COVID there's you know job changes there's people out of work there's a lot of people still on unemployment I mean there's a lot of things that have to happen I think I think that you know the start the change in government governance is a good start. You know, I think I think that that we're on like a good track as far as that goes, but yeah, it's like you know we're going to continue to change and grow it because one size doesn't fit all and we're a country with many different types of people, ethnic backgrounds, religious ideologies and views. You know, we're one of the most diverse countries in the world. You know, we have we have we're, people from everywhere. It's true, and it's a lot. Chart, it's a lot to it's a lot to work with. You know, it is challenging. It always yeah. was a challenging. Except the ideal. Right? That's where if we can capture right. the ideal, it makes everybody enthused. And looking at this, we have the sun at zero degrees. Um, Aquarius, and of course, is with just to re-identify. There is Saturn still at three, and then Jupiter at seven, and that energy is squaring by um, 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 conjunction um, in exact, of course, the Mars. Uranus and with the moon of our emotions. So there's quite a bit of significant energy. And what I wanted to bring up was the fact of the sun, which rules our ego. So we as a whole, our umbrella of self that wants that elevated consciousness, it's just at the very beginning of it, that's looking for restructuring, which the great conjunction does, restructures our social, and it's in Aquarius, which is social. And it's looking in conflict how to grow through the emotionality with the moon, of course, our stories of of our um, pain, of our path, with the direction of our security and and our sudden changes of innovation and 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 direction. And you know, this inner, well, there's so much more with Uranus, and um, but that's also a signature in our natal chart. It, it, although very wide, you know, we have that. In, oh, boy. I'm going to stop <laughs> sharing it and go back to you guys. <laughs> well, I, I also wanted to know that the United States is uh, about to experience a Neptune opposition as well. So, and that, I, I just checked. It looks like that's going to happen in May of this year. So we've got Neptune squaring the nodes transit wise that's happening mm. and that's happening for everybody. And so everybody's uh, ideals um, where we get caught in illusion, where we get caught in denial, all of that is up to, for review. And it's going to be especially up for the United States. Uh, like what is, what do we think the American dream is? You know, how are we, do we need to revise this? Do we need to get a little more realistic? And where are our illusions about what it means to be American mm. and what it, what 
it means to be the United States of America. There's and so kind of many let, letting the, the things that just no longer serve us go, letting it go. I keep hearing yeah. many times, many questions like what's our role? Who are we as people, our values? It does get down to that. And I know there was a study that I have related in other talks and unfortunately I don't remember the name, but it was a two year study and it was how to, it, how to help and heal the constitution of it. And one of them was um, making election day a national holiday that everybody was required to vote. Um, one was to change senator terms to maybe six years or something. Another right. one was to add um, House of the Representatives, like 50 percent. Or you know, getting rid of the Electoral College, yeah, you know, that's right. so yeah. up in the air right now. This, and it was yeah. a group that was yep. very diverse. I want to mention next week on the 23rd will be the Aquarius Moonbeam team. And we're adding a new member, Catherine Metcalf from Illinois. So there'll be four of us. And the following week on the 30th will be Seattle-based astrologers. They're called the um, East-West Astrologers Panel. And they just had a panel today. And they will have a follow-up on the 30th where they will continue to talk. And I think that will be a call-in event. We'll have some publicity about that. And East-West Books is part of Ananda, which is national is a wonderful group. And tonight I am talking with the Cosmic Collaboration panel of Amanda Pierce down the lower portion of there and <laughs> Seattle and Shannon Hayes on the top corner of Franklin, Indiana. And we're talking oh, about the inauguration. <laughs> well, in Indiana, you know, you're on the East <laughs> Coast. Oh, no, no, no. I'm in Hawaii and Kahlua Kona. And I often thought, Indiana, well, that's got to be back there on oh, Montana God. or someplace. No, yeah, no, no. I know, it's East Coast. East, so we yeah. have different um, places to, 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 to experience. It's interesting because this inauguration yeah is an event that's part of our constitution and we have a nation that has great promise and purpose and it's how are we going to work collaboratively very much like this cosmic yeah. collaboration and it is that community focus that you know not losing anything it's just like in the axis you know it's that leo part how can we manifest ourselves as part of the group yeah and Care. So the more that we we can capitalize on the positive energies of the, the astrological weather happening right now, the more we are contributing to the whole. Yeah, as a well, drop in the ocean. Absolutely. Well, and and keeping an eye on the future. You know, not getting caught up in short term planning, which can be just so disastrous. You know, I mean, there has to you have to. You know, like the the whole Aquarian signature is about, you know, about community, about uplifting, you know, elevating everybody to a higher, to a high, to a high, to the, their highest that they can be kind of thing. Right. So, I mean, it's, you know, we have to keep that in mind, like how to make things better for everyone, you know, including everyone's as much as they can ideologies. Okay. That works and really means. well because yeah. our, the USA national 
moon is an Aquarius. So there right? is a part yeah. of us that knows the trauma inherited, but also knows the genius and also knows yep. the kindred of one spirit. So yay! Yep. I always have <laughs> yep. to throw my arms up. It's so exciting. I'm so glad to be connected, even at this distance. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Well, isn't that the gift of a Aquarius as well? Like right? connecting through a distance and still like feeling that connection. Right. We can all see each other without masks. Yeah, I was thinking about that as you were talking. That's right. Well, right? We love our audience. Thank you so yeah. much. And we please comment and we'll be back. Cosmic collaboration. We'll be back for Aquarius pretty quick. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, everyone. Now, nice seeing you. Thank you for listening to Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and guests unveil astrology's ancient archetypes that continually build the collective experiences in our unconsciousness. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 6 p.m. to continue finding your roots in the stars.